You're listening to The Repatriated Radio, a podcast that inspires repatriates to keep pushing forward and pursuing their passions. Meet our host, Luis Viegas, who was repatriated in 2009. He is here to document the untold stories of our brothers and sisters, along with their lessons learned and what they are doing to push forward and make an impact in the world. Join us as we discuss motivation, business, and sales with our repatriated community. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Repatriated Radio. First of all, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And if you listen to episode one, you got a chance to hear a little bit about my backstory. You know, some of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast and what you could expect from from this podcast throughout throughout this time. You know, uh, once again, you know, like like I said, one of the, the biggest objectives here is I want to try and help people. You know, I, I think that's just one of the things that I realized through throughout this time. And and, you know, I, I hope I can do whatever I can to motivate you guys out there, you know, to make things happen. You know, so this episode, you know, as you can um, as you can read on the title, right, you know, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and you're going to feed him for a lifetime. Right. So what that represents, you know, there's sometimes there's no excuses. Right. You know, a lot of people like to complain about the situation that they're in and you know, sometimes they'll go out and reach for help. But, you know, sometimes just depending on the way the help is given, you know, sometimes it doesn't really do somebody that well. Right. They kind of just rely on that help. And, you know, it really doesn't help the person progress. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, I'd like to do as as part of this co- podcast, and you're going to see how some of these epi- episodes start flowing. You know, it's basically me just trying to give each one of you you know, maybe just some basic things just to kind of get you started, you know, get you on the right path and, you know, really teach you the maybe some of the basic things that you need in order to kind of start, you know, getting yourself on the right path. So that's why, you know, that basically what that represents is, you know, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You know, if I continue, if we continue to help those, you know, it's not bad helping them, but if if you're consistently just helping them and you're not really helping them you know, find a way out, out of whatever it is they're asking for. It's, it, it can kind of be toxic sometimes, right? Um, so if you, if you teach them how to fish, you know, you feed them for a lifetime, meaning if you give them the resources and you give them the tools to, to do some of these things and kind of change that mindset, you're kind of setting up this person for success to where, you know, they're, they're consistent. They, they have the ability to kind of find solutions for themselves instead of, you know, trying to I don't want to say trying to go out and get a handout from people but sometimes that happens right you know I read I read that stuff on online and stuff like that like you know some of these organizations you know I think I think they do a real good job and try to help people but sometimes um I don't know I I think the help can be given in different ways to where it is just more beneficial but you know huge shout out to those organizations out there helping you know hopefully if you're if if one of you is hearing this or, or any other any other group members there, you know, maybe if uh if you guys are interested on, you know, maybe being interviewed for the show and, and just kinda see what you can do to help the community for some of those who are kind of 
in need of some of those basic things, you know, more than welcome to. So just just send me a send me a a message. You know, you can find it on the page. Send me a Facebook message. Um, you know, whatever it is, right? So what I want to talk about this episode on this episode is whenever I first began looking for a job, right? You know, sometimes finding the job is it, it can be a little bit tough. You know, it, it just kind of depends on who you know and you know and who they know, right? You know, try to kind of find to try and find a place for you. But one of the things that I realized whenever I started looking for the job, it, it wasn't just like, hey, you know, let me let me go apply for this job and if they hire me, like we're good to go. You know, there is some basic requirements you're going to need here. So um, I'm going to go over some of those requirements. These are just like the essential things you're going to need, I guess, legally legally to start working. And um, I have something I want to I want to share with each of you who are listening that I think you'll be able to find some benefit, some benefit. Right. So uh, let's talk about the first thing right on this checklist. Uh, you're going to need a birth certificate. Right. Uh, this is here in Mexico. We call it the Huacta de Nacimiento. Um, you're gonna need to find. You're gonna need to locate your your birth certificate. You know, uh, I'd reach out to some of your family members here. You know, chances are they may have a copy. If uh, any of those documents happen to be somewhere, some other part of the country, you may have to reach out and, you know, maybe if you can just get like a screenshot of it. There's information within the uh, within your birth certificate that that you can use to to go to some of these places located you know around the country where where you can get one of these basically reprinted for you. So. Um, you're going to need to go to, to a website, right? It's a government website. Uh, it's uh, www.gob.mx forward slash actas, right? This is the place to go where you can basically, you know, if you have, if you have information from your parents, you know, your, your mother and father's full name when you were born, you may be able to find this information yourself, but if not, there's specific information within that document that you can use to kind of find it online. Um, if um, if you can't locate your, your birth certificate, you know, you can go to some kiosks that um, that are around the city. You know, you probably, um, you can find them online. You know, it's a kiosco de, de acta de nacimiento o registro civil. Um, you can find that, right? But um, you, you, are, you may have to pay a small fee in order to get these printed. I just want you guys to know that. I don't, I don't think it's that much. You know, I'll try to get the information for you. But you're going to need a birth certificate. And this is basically going to, you know, identify you as a, as a Mexican citizen. That way it's going to be easier for you to get some of these, uh, these other documents, right? Um, second thing on the list, you're going to need a state-issued ID. You know, that could be a passport or, you know, the, one of the easiest ones you can find here. It's your, it's, they call it um, el Instituto, Instituto Nacional Electoral, otherwise known as your INE. Um, it's a state-issued ID. Um, you know, this ID is completely free of charge. You just have to set up an appointment. This ID will, will serve to help you get any sort of documents, but uh, that you need if you, if, you, uh, if you need to apply for anything. But one of the most important things uh, with this identification is basically your voting card, right? So one of the things that I highly suggest for all of you to do is 
go ahead and get this printed, you will need to go to www.ine.mx forward slash credencial. Um, and don't worry if you if you didn't get a chance to write this, you know, uh, like I said, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to I'm going to let you know where you can go to get this checklist that I've decided to put together for all of you to download. It's going to be easy for you to just click on these links and get where you need to go to get these documents. Um, number three on this checklist is your your, your CURP, K-U-R-P, which is your Clave Unica de Registro de Población, right? It's basically a unique identity code. It's for both citizens and residents of Mexico. Uh, each uh, CURP is basically, it's a unique you know, alpha, alphanumeric number. Um, it's like 18 characters. You know, and basically this is also going to help you, you know, get some of these other documents that I'm going to mention in here in a few seconds, right? Um, in order for you to get this uh, document, you're going to need to go to www.gob.mx, kind of like the first, uh, getting your birth certificate, except the forward slash is going to be C-U-R-P, right? So hope all of you are still with me so far. You know, moving into the next set of information here. Give me one second. All right. And uh, moving on to the next one, you're going to need a social security number, right? Or otherwise here in Mexico, it's known as your tu numero de seguro social, right? It's a government ID number. Um, and this number basically assists with public health and pension. And it's used as, you know, it's used in the majority of like some of these major, major applications that you're trying to do. But you're going to need one of those. Uh, now, this one's going to be a little bit, a little bit tricky, but the website to it is www.numerosegurosocial.com.mx forward slash obtener o consultar dash NSS, right? So once again, guys, if, if you didn't write it down, don't even worry about it. You know, at the end, I'm going to tell you where you can get this, this checklist. Um, and that way you can just download it. So you don't, you know, don't worry about having to write it down right now. Uh, so your, your social security number, right? This one's going to be very important. This is basically what's uh, affiliated here, what we call the IMS, And it's basically, you know, government, uh, you know, it's health aid, you know, a lot of jobs that, that you apply for, depending if they have uh, some of these benefits that are provided by the government. Um, it's very important. Well, it's a must that you have this number, right? All of this is, you know, registered towards, uh, you know, just some medical care that, that you, you, you get from the government. And it also go towards being able to get a credit for a home in the future if that's something that you you aspire to do. Uh, so you can get at that website. Um, next, you're going to need the RFC or RFC, which is Registro Federal de Contribuyentes. This is pretty much your tax information, tax ID, right? It's a Mexican tax identification number. It's issued by the Mexican Tax Administration Service, Servicio de Administración Tributaria. Uh, sorry, that's a little bit hard to pronounce, right? It's a 13-digit 13, 13 number, um, or 12 for some companies, right? They're made up of letters and numbers. So this one, you actually have to make an appointment um, in order to get this uh, process for you. So the website for that is citas.sat.gob.mx uh, uh, forward slash cita sat forward slash home. Right. Once again, guys, don't worry about having to write these down. You know, here in a second, I'll, I'll let you know where you can get this information from. 
Um, next, you know, if you're looking to get a job, you're going to need some educational degrees, right? Or otherwise, unos comprobantes de estudios. In most cases, right, you know, if, if you know English, your best shot at being able to find a good paying job, you're going to maybe apply for, you know, obviously a bilingual job. You know, the easiest one is, you know, just working at a call center, to be very honest with you. And for, for them, uh, basically a high school a high school diploma or a GED pretty much is, uh, is basically what you're going to need. Obviously, if you're looking to move up or apply for a higher position, you may want to check some of the basic requirements of that position just to identify if you're a good fit, you know, for that position. And if a high school degree, high school diploma or a GED is going to be enough to get you the job, right? From experience, right? I've been working in call centers for almost 11, 10, 11, 12 years. Uh, GED or high school diploma, uh, it should it should do its job, okay? If, uh, if you don't, for those of you who don't have a high school diploma, or even a GED. In some cases, I've seen some call centers accept even, you know, middle school, um, you know, information. You know, you may just have to have, you, you may have to just talk to, you know, human capital, whoever is, you know, dealing with the hiring, you know, they may be able to help you out. At the end of the day, if you've got the will and you got some of the knowledge and you got good English and you have good communication skills, you know, most of the times these companies are good about hiring. It's all about the will. Remember guys, it's about the will to want to work and you know work with integrity and and you know do do your job you know um so you you're going to need your ed- educational degrees um and then next uh this one's kind of funny right cuz this is asked a lot for a lot of places and it's they almost make it seem like it's this super super heavy you know government document but it's a proof of address um un comprobante de domicilio right this is any document that shows proof of where you live and in most cases it doesn't have to be under your name right but it is highly recommended that whatever proof of address you have it you have it under your name. This could be anywhere from a water bill, light bill. Uh, those are the most common. Those those are the most common ones. Or even if you have internet service provider, um, cable, or even telephone, you know they can use these since most of the times they have to be under your name. Um, they, they can be put under your name. I'm sorry. And uh, next, you're gonna need a. You're going to need a solid recommendation letter, guys. Una carta de recomendación. Now, this is a recommendation letter from any previous employer whom you've worked with. You know, that basically is going to is going to give you an idea of... I mean, it's going to give that company an idea of the type of person you are. You know, if, if you've worked... If you at one point you worked in the U.S. or any part of the country you know nowadays it's it's very easy for you to get this information just through an email so if you worked at any other place in the past you know don't don't hesitate to reach out and just say hey you're looking for a recommendation letter of when i worked here obviously if you left in good terms that's probably going to be your best bet if you didn't leave in good terms you know it may not be the best idea maybe if you reach out to a, a personal supervisor you know or somebody within the company that you know that that saw that you did a good job that that's going to work um I'd stay away from using family members, right? It could just be misinterpreted. You know, I'd, I'd stay to maybe friends uh, that you have or previous, uh, previous employees you've worked with. Um, here in a second, I'm going to give you a, a link to this, to this checklist. And 
I've actually listed out a link that you can go to and you can get a printout or a basic, just a template of a basic uh, recommendation letter that you can use and basically send out to anybody who you may know and they can just kind of fill it out themselves with their information. It's going to help you uh, towards the next job that you're looking for. Um, so you can find that link on the checklist. And um, last, and probably one of the most important, you're going to need a resume, right? A resume here in Mexico, uh, un curriculum vitae. Um, you're going to need to put together a work resume. Remember, the more clean and detailed it looks, the more attention it's likely to get. Now, it is important, guys, that you're you're very honest in your curriculum, right? Don't hide jobs just because maybe you didn't like it or maybe you didn't feel it was a good job or maybe it's not um, it's not geared. Like, I guess some of the things you did at that job, it's not really going to help towards the new job you're looking to get. Um, but you have to be super honest, right? You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's... it's it, it's easier for a company to be able to look at some of your experience and make a decision uh, on whether you're going to be able to do a good job on the position or not. So I recommend you find a good template. You know, matter of fact, just because I really want to help all of you guys, I'm going to send you a personal template that, that I put together. Uh, basically, all you're going to need to do is just switch out information on there with yours it's very very well laid out you can put a picture on there you can put some sort of mission statement you know something that you know that you're passionate about what you're trying to do what how you're trying to grow professionally and remember the more like the best the best way you can get a like the easiest way you can get a job is having a good resume together right if any of you um if any of you know any recruiters like ask them right you know, sometimes the decision of whether they call a candidate or not, it's based off of the resume. If uh, if it looks good, if it looks clean, and it attracts attention, it just kind of shows the level of detail that somebody um, that that somebody has. So, uh, on this checklist, I've also put a link where it's going to take you to to a site that I use personally. Um, you're gonna have to open. You're gonna have to click that. Click that link. It's gonna take you to a website. You're gonna have to click the. Uh, I believe it's enter or the download button. Uh, you're gonna. It's gonna open up a page. On the top left hand side, there's instructions on the checklist, right? But you're gonna need to save a copy or make a copy, right? Uh, you're gonna have to fill it out with your information. You know, it gives you the ability to put what your previous uh, your previous employer was what position you held at that company, how long you worked at that company. And then, you know, towards the bottom, it's going to give you some small bullet points where you can put some of the basic, uh, some of the basic duties you had at that place, right? You know, the more, the more detail and straight to the point you can get as to some of the skills that you have, it's going to be easier for a recruiter to just look at it and say, hey, you know what, this person has the skills to kind of be hired for this job. And I know this person is going to do a good job. Um, it's also going to give you the uh, the option there to put any sort of skills you have. Maybe if you're an expert at PowerPoint, Windows, um, Excel, you know, how much Excel you know, whether you have um, how much of Excel you know, uh, whether you know any other languages um, or some of some achievements you've had. Now, keep in mind, guys, if, if you have not had a job in the past, 
you know, which I'm, I'm going to assume a lot of you have, have worked somewhere at some point in time. But if, if you haven't, you know, it's uh, one of the things that my brother did, you know, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, right. It's, uh, you know, maybe somebody who owns a, a grocery store, you know, some of those small like corner stores, you know, reach out to them. You know, most of the time, you know, they, they won't need all of these documents. You know, sometimes it's easier to kind of just, you know, find something to kind of bring in some money every day that way. But but at the end of the day, you know, feel free to maybe go out to some of these little stores or just maybe find somebody and just say, hey, look, you know, what can I do to help? And you can use that, you know, on the resume, right, on your curriculum. You know, at, at the end of the day, like I said, guys, it, uh, you're you're going to have an interview, right? Resume is kind of your first step in the door. Second is actually getting into the interview. And most of the times, right, you know, the interview is about really selling yourself. And that is the opportunity for you to explain to the recruiter, look, I haven't had that many jobs in the past or I haven't had any. You know, I'm looking for this to maybe be my first opportunity, but I just want you to know that, you know, I have the will to work. I need to work. And, you know, I'm, I'm a fast learner. You know, as long as you teach me what I'm going to do, I'm not going to let you guys down. You know, most of the times it's whenever whenever I've hired somebody, you know, I sometimes just, you know, yeah, the skills are important. You know, don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's just the will that somebody has that sometimes convinces somebody to say, you know what, this guy's a hard worker and I know he's going to do a good job. He's opening to listening. He's opening to receiving feedback. And at the end of the day is just, you know, bringing somebody under your wing and helping them you know, do things. So those are some of the basic things you're going to need. I know it may be overwhelming for some of you who, who maybe are in the process of trying to trying to get things started. For some of you who maybe are missing some of these documents, haven't had the chance to look at them, this is really going to facilitate that process. It's going to be a go-to, sorry, it's going to be a good go-to guide for you to get all this documentation and, you know, get it, get it taken care of. Um, so, like I mentioned in the beginning, right, I, I'm really here to help. And I'm really, and I'm here to kind of help you guys, you know, start, start things on the right foot. You know, get you guys set up, um, headed in the right direction. So, I took the time to put this checklist together, right? What this checklist consists of is basically every single thing that, we, that I just talked about. It has a link to where you need to go to get this information and to start start all of these processes in order to get all of this documentation you're going to need to start to start looking for a job right so what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to go to www.repatriatedradio.com forward slash checklist Once again, you're going to need to go to www.repatriatedradio.com forward slash checklist. It's going to take you to a page. You're going to need to fill in your, your first name, your last name, and an email address. That way I know where I'm going to need, where I'm going to send this checklist. Right? You're going to get a PDF document. You're going to be able to download it onto a computer. Um, if you can go, go out and print it out. I think sometimes having things physically and being able to check, check it, it's it sometimes physically, sometimes visually it's better for you to get things done that way. So 
you can go to www.repatriatedradio.com forward slash checklist. Um, that way you can download your free checklist. Um, it's going to have all the links. You just click it and it's going to take you to to all of these documents and, and where you need to go in order to get this thing started. Now, I, I want to remind each of you, I'm going to be emailing this to you, right? So um, you must make sure that you put in a valid email. Otherwise, you're not going to get this checklist, right? And I'd, I'd hate for you not to get it and you just think it, it's, you're, I'm not, I'm not trying to help you. Uh, make sure you put in a valid email. And also, you know, just depending on the way your email is set up, uh, check your, check all your files, right? You know, sometimes things, things like this tend to go into the spam. And I'm, I'm trying to find a way so that doesn't happen, but I did a couple of tests and it ended up going to spam and, and I don't want you guys to think that it wasn't sent out. So remember to check your spam. You're going to have to, you're going to have to subscribe to, to the, to the email list in order for you to even get this checklist. So, um, make sure you do that. And it's also important. So you receive new notifications for anything that, anything new that I have to share, um, that's going to be able to help each of you on your journey. You know, like I said, you know, I'm here, I'm here to try to help you guys, you know, get on the right path and, you know, kind of, and, and be successful. Right. And like I mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, document my business and I'm trying to find a, I'm put, I put, I've already put a group together, you know, so if any of you who, you know, found some value into what I said and you kind of understand, you know, where, where I'm trying to take this, I'm, I'm tr- at the end of the day, you know, what I'm trying to do personally, I'd like to you know, have a group together of like-minded individuals who are here to help, you know, mainly who are trying to, you know, help each other out, you know, building their, building a side hustle, building a side business, right? You've kind of worked this call center or whatever, this nine to five job for quite some time, and you're looking to find some additional income or just additional ways to make money. I mean, that's really what this group is about, this Facebook group that I'm putting together. So I encourage you all. I encourage all of you to join that group. You're gonna find that link. Um, you're gonna be able to find it on the checklist as well. And I encourage you guys to sh- share the checklist, right? Or invite people to this podcast. Somebody who you feel may may need help. You know, one of the things that I didn't have, I didn't have that help when I first got here. I had to find my way. I got one document, and then when I thought I had it all, I had to get another document. When I thought I had it all, I had to get another document. And imagine this, I had to do this by myself. And I'm sure there's a lot of you who had to do the same. And it's and it's it's a pain. It's a pain in the pain in the ass. Right? So um just trying to facilitate facilitate this for you guys. So, you know, once again, you know, join my Facebook group for those of you who are interested. Uh share this podcast with anybody who you feel will resonate with this message or some of the things that we're gonna talk about. Um just to kind of uh give you a, a little bit of what's coming next. Uh next episode, I'm I'm gonna talk about you know, finding a job, right? How do you find the right place? What options do you have in order to find a job that's going to pay pay decent and, you know, kind of help you move along the way? Later on down the road, you'll be able to move up. I'll be there to help you out. Um, but the next next episode is really, you know, how to find a job, where to find a job, um, what, resource do you, what resources do you have for that? Um, it's going to be very quick, but really I want to talk about the interview process. You know, what are some of the things you need to do in an, interv- in an interview to nail the job, right? And some of the tips that I'm going to talk about is is not just entry level working as a, as a rep. I'm going to get a little bit into some of you who, who maybe want to move into leadership positions. I'll be sharing some best practices on there as well. So I'm hoping you guys tune in. Um, if you like this episode, 
you know, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. It's really appreciated. And more than anything, just share with anybody who may resonate with some of the things that we're talking about here. So once again, thank you for listening. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep grinding. You all have a great day. Look at me now, look at me now, ain't you proud? I made a mountain from a mound. I came a long way from sleeping on the ground. Cause it's not where you're at, it's where you wanna be. Just look at me, a young man making history. I made my own.